ready, go! Ready then? Are you ready? Ready! Ready, go! Welcome to the Ready Go podcast. Yeah. Hi there. Hi there, true true fans. Uh, this is Cammy and my big brother Brian. Hello. We are here. And we're here to talk about creativity. Yeah, that's what we do here on the Ready Go podcast. We talk about creative. You've got like a weird Mister Rogers voice going on right I, now. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've had a great day. Today was a today was like. You know, you ever have one of those days that you feel like if I was to ever have a Groundhog Day, this would be a good. This one would to be. Have. This would have been a good one to have, right? Like, I felt like we, uh, you know, we we played in the snow, and and we uh, had some delicious food, and then we w- watched we watched Return of the Jedi with my kids, and and they were like into it, and then we had a big fun chat about it, and. I don't know. There's a handful of other things that happened. I was like, ah, today was a good day. Yeah, that is great. And so maybe like that's, that's I'm channeling my inner <laughs> your Mr. Inner. Rogers because because I'm in a good mood. It's real funny. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you had a good day. My day was fine, but probably not my Groundhog Day. Right. I mean, this is a potential. I put this in. There's there's been other days too, but like this is like if I might crack my top ten today. It was a good day. Oh, good. Well, I don't know. That sounds really... uh, It was good. That's the point. It was a good day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, today I wanted to give a little update. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about some of your updates first? Sure. Kind of get into the meat of my sure, yeah, because we're talking talking a little about about songwriting. But yeah, like for anybody who like noticed uh, the classic readygopodcast.com is down. And if you click on it, it redirects to the, uh, well, it should redirect to closetnerdmedia.com. Um, and then the uh, website for the podcast is is an anchor.fm uh, uh, site. And it, it's one of these things where recently I was, I was getting ready to load up the last episode and it was, and it turned out that there was some malware on my account, and there was some weird stuff going on. And I had wanted to kind of shake things up anyway. Um, and so as a result, it was like one of these give a mouse a cookie scenarios where I just did this one thing, and then like, oh, I might as well, well do this. Well, I'm at it. I might well, as well I'm at it. Yeah. And as a result, I've kind of decided to do something that I've been meaning to do for a long time is just kind of put everything together under one umbrella and so the umbrella that i've landed on is closet nerd media which is you know my games my books my music and the podcast and so that is closet nerd media and um yeah that's got to feel really good yeah yeah it feels you more feel official yourself looking at um looking at yourself to like oh i've like created a lot of things here yeah. <laughs> like them well, I think I get down on myself a lot for feeling like that it is um, it is uh, desperate. Uh, no, I always pronounce that word differently. Not like in desperation, but like different, right? I forget how to pronounce that Dis- word. Disparate. Disparate. Yeah. Uh, endeavors. Anyway, feeling like they are, I do this and I do yeah, that and they're not related. Your and your books and your music yeah. are all like different audience. Yeah. Different. Um, Interests, but, different parts of your personality. But as I put them together in this one site, I kind of don't feel that anymore. It's like, no, 
it's a media it, it has a it has a vibe that goes together and uh, and then also as a result I, I decided I was talking to our brother Scott who does the, the ready go or the the steal this idea podcast and he's always up for doing a podcast so he and I decided we're gonna we're gonna start a, a new podcast we just we're gonna do, we're gonna record our first episode on Thursday and uh, called the closet closet nerd podcast and we'll, we'll talk about you know nerdy but not that nerdy mm-hmm. stuff right mm-hmm. stuff that's kind of accessible nerdy um nerdy yeah okay. so you know harry potter and lord of the rings and you know we're talking about that kind of stuff that like you know very surface surface level nerdy yeah you know, it's, it's, into comic books and whatever yeah one, one thing i would like to set aside as a topic for a future uh episode uh-huh. is as you've been telling me about the new website and kind of all of the you didn't go into it just now but before when you were telling me about some of the things you were talking about i started thinking about technical skills uh-huh. not just website skills but i feel like that's something that is a huge barrier for a lot of creatives and saying like oh i want to sure you know I, I need to put my work up but i gotta like uh, create a website or i got you know i gotta i gotta do this thing i gotta like you've run into i've got to i wrote the song but i gotta um what do you call it like annotate it or like put it put put it to notes yeah like, no, you, notate it, it notation yeah notate it uh and that these technical skills that keep us from stepping forward yeah. in our work. Uh, so let's just put a bookmark in that. Yeah, we'll for sure. Because another thing that I have going on is I have, you know, Brent gave me a, a gift certificate to uh, a studio, to some studio work. And so I have I have his old guy who worked on their De La Vega album stuff. Oh, ma- yeah. Mastering some of my songs. And so he, he, he did... A master, and I don't really know what that is, really. <laughs> right. um, because he also there's a mixing is another thing that he offered, and and we're like, well, let's see what mastering sounds like. So he mastered <laughs> yeah. "Baby, I'm Sorry," and I listened to them both. And it's like, no, I do notice a difference. I can't tell you what that is, but like, no, right. you're right. This mastered one sounds better somehow. I don't even know what it is, but like, it it, it really is. Anyway, you're right. That's a that's a different topic that we can talk about. So, but that so one big update is where to find us online. What other updates have you got? Uh, well, I, oh, the other one of the other updates uh, as white fo- follow-up from the last one is to report on my daughter who is doing your songwriting thing. Not, yeah. on, not only did she report very proudly that she had written a song for you, though she won't, she won't play it for me. Though I kind of like hear it, her tinkling, because she wanted to write it on the ukulele. And so yeah. I hear her strumming the ukulele, and I can kind of hear her singing. I mean, it melts my heart, like, that I know that she's... Oh, yeah, proud she, father moment. Oh, yeah, she's playing something, and, and, and I can hear her singing. I can't make out any of the words, and she's Well, too- you know, she texted me this last week when she finished it, and she said, hey, just wanted to let you know I finished my song. As a reminder to anybody who didn't listen to our last episode, I had a... a kind of recent revelation that I could write a song. Uh, and that's always been something that I thought I could do, but thought I couldn't do really. <laughs> uh, I've been daunted by, and then I read Jeff Tweedy's how to write one song and I felt like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And not only that, I'm going to invite a few people in my life, including my mom, my sister and Brian's daughter, nice. Lucy and my college roommate is the other person who are all musically talented, but, uh, insecure in that regard 
And when te- when Lucy texted me, my first reaction was like, well, leave it to unencumbered youth to just finish things quickly <laughs> because I'm kind of scratching away at mine and I'm making good progress. I feel really good about it. Uh, but it was like, oh, geez, what would I give to have just I mean, I know she has schoolwork and other things, but um, I'd like to think she has more time than I do. Yeah, she uh, does. also maybe less inhibitions, but yeah. maybe not. Well, she yeah. d- does and doesn't. Right. Like she's super self-conscious. I mean, she I she won't she won't share it with me. Right. She, yeah. And good. Uh, that's, well, that's what I told her. I said, you don't have to, you don't have to perform for anybody. Yeah. You don't, don't talk to your dad about it yeah. if you don't want to. But I, and I told, when I, I told Kelsey and mom both, I said, oh yeah, Lucy already finished hers. And both of them go, oh, geez. Of like, oh no, I'm, I'm behind. I said, no, no, no. We're, it's only two weeks into the month. You're doing yeah. fine. Well, and then, so yesterday she like said, oh, I had an idea for another one. And so, and I wanted to do this other kind of strumming pattern and then even just now we were watching uh, a movie. We were watching Return of the Jedi and uh, halfway through or like maybe three quarters of the way through, she's like, how much more is there of this? Because I had an idea for the second verse of my new song that I want to get to. And I'm like, uh, there's another, you know, I've, you know, 20 minutes or something like that. Anyway, so that's what she's doing now is working on the second verse of the second song. Anyway, that's once awesome. again, proud dad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's something that we've talked about a lot on the show, which is uh, there is something to be said for just doing it and Mm -hmm. having somebody who walks you through it or gives you a nudge. I have definitely had things where people have been people who feel closer to me have done creative things and made me think like, oh, maybe I could actually do that. That feels more. That feels uh, more doable knowing that someone I see as human or someone who I know isn't like so, so, so amazing is still giving it a go. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, you know, I, I once again, this is a, another callback to the last episode, uh, another Brandon Sanderson talk thing that I saw recently, him talking about how he and Brandon Mull and there's like four people in his kind of writing program that made it um, as, you know, professional writers, pretty, pretty successful. Um, And, and he talks about like, why is that? And a lot of it has to do with like, well, when you see somebody else do it, it makes it all the more easy for you to do it. Because like, oh, part, it's like part networking, but also part like, inspirations like yeah, well, oh if he can do it i can that, do it right yeah well and there's studies out there that like if you have friends who are heavy you'll be heavy or sure. friends who eat healthy or who exercise or who yeah. smoke or who and there's a certain amount of self-selection that you select people who are of like mind mm-hmm. but also the things that your peers talk about and are doing you're more likely to talk about and do also because they're front of mind uh which it, which is further motivation for me to build a a network of, like you say, it's net partially networking, but also, um, just, I, I would like to have more friends who are, feel like creative peers. Yeah. And I think that's been a harder, harder thing for me to cultivate in, in my stage of life than I, than I expected. And I think once things start opening up a little bit more, I think I'd like to make a more uh, concerted effort at that. For sure. And I, I would, I feel like I am at this point when I would be doing that. And I think I was poised to 
at the beginning of last year and then this pandemic hit and it, <laughs> right. it became real easy to be like, well, I can't really go to any meetups anymore where I had planned on yeah, meeting exactly. a bunch of songwriters. But so like a little, a little bit more complicated. And you, I've met people online and have made some really good um, connections online, but it, it does it's feel really same. different. Yeah. Um, well, so I wanted to give an update on my songwriting, which is mm-hmm. it's halfway, halfway through the month. And I am, I would say, about halfway through, um, through what what feels like a real song. Okay. Um, I've got two verses that I really like. Okay. I've got one. I don't know if I'd call it a chorus or a bridge. Is probably more like it, where it's like a maybe it's a pre-chorus. Yeah, a different pace and a different. Uh, yeah, it's probably more a bridge where it feel it's like a couple lines that connects something that mm-hmm. sounds like a bridge uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but I haven't I haven't uh, settled on how it's going to end or if there's going to be like a I like songs a lot that have like a musical interlude or like a whistling interlude or sure. you know like kind of a, a pause in the middle and that feels like it would be appropriate in this song that I'm putting sure. together but I don't that, feel, that feels like a harder I feel more I feel more comfortable writing lyrics in the order of things that need to be assembled lyrics first melody second and the accompaniment or an arrangement feel like much more of a stretch for me Mm -hmm. uh and so it feels like that is coming that that feels like harder i want to do it last yeah it was interesting because i think that one of the things that we had talked about that i that i thought was would might be beneficial to you or to other people is, is, you know, you excluded me from this challenge because I have written too many songs. Um, but yep. I thought it might be like, all right, well, maybe I could walk somebody through how I write a song. Yeah. Well, that's something that was really helpful in reading this book. What was Jeff Tweedy talking about? Like, man, this is how I do it. And yeah. these are the things I think about and these are like some of the exercises I do that aren't just like oh write a song it's like well I will open a book and underline words that I think sound good or I'll write make a voice note for you know uh for things one one thing one of his steps that I followed that I really was helpful is take a song that you like and don't copy the tune necessarily but copy the way that it's put together where you have you know a slow thing then a fast thing and then and that's been helpful for the arrangement side of things where i feel like it i'm a little bit more out of my depth yeah Um, so i have a couple songs that i'm kind of like smushing together that i I think will end up being how they do it so yeah i would i would love your the songwriting by brian yeah well that so what you just said is is i think one of the kind of dirty secrets and I and I felt like I was doing it and like cheating, and then I and then I watched this interview with Paul Simon in the in, it was like on the Dick Cavett show in the seventies, kind of explaining how he had written uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water, I think, or or Miss Robinson. Well, my Bridge Over Troubled Water might be like a song I would have played at my funeral. I love that song. Yeah, well, I think I think it was Bridge Over Troubled Water, and he talked about he kind of broke it down. He was like, well, this piece, this like five notes or six notes is from this Bach concerto. And then this is from, is from this other thing. And this is from this other thing that I put together. And then, um, and that's a, that's a thing that I, that I regularly do is when I, so when I'm, so when I, this is how I generally, generally write a song. 
So the first question is, the first thing I care about is, what is the song about, right? Like, what is it they want to say or do or, you know, and have sort of a, a high level, like, so at Christmas time, for example, I'll be like, okay, well, I want this song to be about wreaths or something like that, right? Like, I'm going yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pick a topic and this is my topic. It's about wreaths. And then, so the next thing I would do is kind of brainstorm, okay, well, what about wreaths? And I'd come up with some sort of unique, like, like I want to say that wreaths represent eternity or wreaths are, uh, wreaths, wreaths are festive and they're forever. And then I would come up with something, a hook wreaths of sorts to it. Forever. Yeah. Wreaths are forever. Yeah, something, something like that. And then once I feel like I have... And I don't even nail it down yet. It's more of a feeling of like, like okay, I want it to feel like this. And it have a sense of saying something like wreaths are forever. Wreaths are forever and I want it to have... And then I say, okay, well, what songs do I want it to feel like? And I'll be like, okay, well, I, re I think it should sound sort of like this James Taylor song or this, I really like the chorus of this. It kind of like what, what you were saying with Jeff Tweedy and Paul Simon is kind of saying, okay, I really like a, a, a chorus that's, that the music stops in the middle of it or something like that, right? So, right. and then and I kind of almost work backwards and it feels like a puzzle where, where I'm saying, okay, well, I want it to do this and I want it to do this, okay. And th at that point, I kind of have these big tent pieces that I want to put together. And then I, I often take a breath to just meditate on that for a while. So y y usually that'll be like in an evening when I'm like, can't quite sleep. I'm, I just like noodle over like, what do I want, yeah. this, to, what do I want this to be about? Like, how do I want to go? And then at sometimes I'll sit down and I will brainstorm just like rhyming words or rhyming phrases that I think might get included. Huh. Right? So wreath, and I'd be like, okay, what rhymes with wreath? What rhymes with circle? What rhymes with round? You know, round, down. Okay, that's a good one. Like that's, you know, that has lots of rhymes to it. And then, um, yeah, then so I will usually then say, um, I mean, if, I have never thought about writing a wreath song in case you, in, in case you, <laughs> well, now you're going to have to, the yeah. 2021 Christmas song it is, it probably will, wreaths so, are forever, wreaths are forever, um, so, but then, um, then I'll usually lay down, I, I, I pick a chord structure, um, you know, so, I, I'm, yeah, See, that's, that's where I'll, everything you're saying right now so far is like, okay, yeah, uh-huh, that feels like, I can do that. I can do that. Oh, I've done that. Jeff Tweedy talks a lot about, he talks about working things out, teasing a bunch of the pieces and then thinking about it while he falls asleep. Mm. And he says, you know, you'd be amazed at how much comes together right when you wake up. Yeah. It's like your subconscious kicks into gear and all that feels like, yeah, I can see that working. When you say pick a chord structure feels very like. Rrr. Yeah. Oh, I guess but what I mean by that is, so I'll pick, so I just picked up my guitar and I would essentially say, okay. And I just, I just play a chord and be like, mm, I think that reads are pretty cool. You know, something. Da, da, da. And then I think about, okay, so I'm at it. I'm, I'm in a C. So if you think about the circle of fifths and the keys and things that I'm in. I don't know what, I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. So like, uh. 
I mean, I know I kind of know, like, know what a triad is, and yeah. I kind of know what I like a very vague. I got a couple years ago when I was looking into getting better at piano again. Uh-huh. At the piano again, I moved into this new house that came with this beautiful antique piano. And I asked this lady in my ward, who's a piano teacher, I said, I want to get back into piano. I don't know if I'm like ready to, in a position to like take piano lessons, but I like want to get better at music theory. And she recommended it like a music theory book. And I go through it every once in a while and it, it, it does not stick in my brain very well. Sure. So I think I think I might try a different like, oh, I bet there's like some 30 minute YouTube yeah. tutorial yeah. that would be useful or like a five part you know, one month series yeah. that really level me up. Sure. And, uh, and I tell you, there's things that I know that I've read and heard before and it's like my brain's not ready for them yet. Yes. And then like, I, I'll hear it and be like, Oh, that just blew my mind. Oh, now I get what that means. Yeah. And like, Oh, like for a lot of that kind of stuff, I hear it. This is part of my, I think part of my mental problem with, with creating music. Uh, I've realized is that I have a pretty good ear for music. I can hear chord progressions. I can hear like, you know, like minor keys and I can hear a lot of these technical things, but I don't know how to create, recreate them where I can sing a song in my head. And it's like the, the the disconnect between what I can hear and what I want, what I want to create. Yeah. Well, that that's one of the reasons why it's important important to learn other people's songs as opposed to just like playing your playing only playing your own things is because then when you're stealing right when you're taking these like note pieces of other things, um, you can use those bits right. Like for example, right. um, last year when um, I got had that challenge. Remember the then wrote warmer skies and yeah right. Like the challenge was, I want it to be about warmer. I want it to be about springtime and sound like a James Taylor song. And I'm like, okay. My first thought was, what James Taylor songs do I know? And I was like, okay, well, I know kind of how to play. Um, you got a friend. Yeah. And it kind of starts with, when you're down in trouble, then you need. Anyway, so I kind of took that same three chords uh, fr- from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I could I could go in a couple different ways here. Um, yeah, well, it's interesting. I, I as I've been writing this song, <clears throat> I there's a few singers who like musicians who have thought of it. There's a band called Him that I listened to probably 10 years ago that there's one song that I just really like that the, the, my song is kind of modeled after a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I listened to them quite a bit and it's kind of been like, there's just like a sound that they have that I, that I like the matches kind of sound that I want to. Mm-hmm. But in the, in the meantime, I was talking with a friend of mine and, um, we both really like Ben folds mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she wants to make a, uh, Ben folds cover band. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, gosh, that'd be so much fun. And I ordered a Ben Folds piano. There's like a best of Ben Folds piano book mm-hmm. that I got. And so I've been playing that, the easier ones, like, I'll, you know, give me a year for philosophy. But I've been, I've, the, I've been doing the Fred Jones one where you get, the guy gets fired. Yeah. And um, 
<laughs> I can't remember the name of the other one, the top of my head. Anyway, some of the simpler ones, but there are very different. The luckiest. Sound. Uh, I, yeah, I, luckiest is one I feel like I could probably do. Yeah, it's pretty oh, easy. An, Annie Waits mm-hmm. is the other one that mm-hmm. I'm working on. Is do 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 do. Uh, that'd be that'd be a fun one to know. Yeah, um, but they're very different than this this ones that I've been the sound of the song that I've been doing. And so I feel like I need to like wait for a little bit because it's, they, they don't match at all. It's like they're, I I can't make them match in my head. And so I feel like I need to like only listen to one style until, or at least one, I don't know, until I'm done with the song. Cause I, I feel like it's like I'm learning two languages Mm And I'm speaking, trying to speak in both. Yeah. Well, so let me let me give a real high level thing of the of the um, circle of fifths. The, this is not even. I mean, I'm sure there'll be music teacher, music major type people who will hear my explanation of it and be like, "That is not what it is, right?" But this is how I kind of understand it. Essentially, okay. essentially, think of it as there are certain chords that go together, right? Yes. Um. In, in a in a batch, and so if you have, if you start with a, a C. Then you can it's it's one four and five are your major chords that go together. So, C is a one, and then D is a two, E is a three. So F and G. So C F and G are the major chords. That are the one four and five, and then you can also throw in the minor chords that were the D minor and the and the E minor. Okay. Okay. And, and you can use those as like building blocks, and it, it works. Um, also, um, so you pick another key. It's like, all right, I'm going to do this one in A. And so, okay, if it's A, then it's A, B, C, D, and E, right? So those go together in in a way that's that like that's how ninety percent of songs use those chords, and and then you pepper in the um, the the those other minors and and the minors also every major chord has a relative minor which is is meaning it shares two of the same notes of the triad okay. right so a c goes with an a minor and a d uh goes with a b minor and a and a c, wait when what else would i say and a g goes with an e minor um, and you can look all that up and, and yeah, and, I have all those are my, like the first five pages yeah. of this book that I look at frequently. And so, I mean, depending on what kind of song you want to write, um, you usually can, can fake so much just by using those, just going one, four, five, four, one, four, five, four, or one, five, one, five, four, five, one, yeah. right? Like. And so as you're experimenting, as you're writing your song about a wreath, what I generally do is I, I'll start somewhere. But okay, we're going to do this in D. You play D. So, okay, well, if I'm doing it in D, yeah, I'm playing. I know that my next step is going to be somewhere in that, in that circle where it's like I might go to a G and then back and then to a to an a right so these are these are these are the one four fives yeah i'm think, i'm as i'm listening to you that, and and i think jeff tweedy talked mentioned something about this as well that guitar lends itself to loose 
it lends itself to what? Loose tinkering, like, oh, oh sure. Where piano, which I'm more comfortable with, like I can play most of the, car- the chords on the guitar, um, but I feel I'm a better pianist, but I... It's required to like mess around with it. Like you like need to know. It's like sure. harder. For yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I and so maybe that's a, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe I should I should mess around on the guitar. I haven't really done that. Yeah. Um, well, because what it allows you to do is let you play 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 a chord, just strum it, and then just let it kind of like reverberate, and then kind of yeah. and then kind of like you. So I'll play that and kind of sing a melody in my head. And then think what would be the next chord. Sometimes it's the same chord again. Do, 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 do. Oh, and then it feels minor. Do, 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 do. Right, and, the, and then you kind of sometimes you intuit it, but like you, knowing th- those building blocks. I just realized that we we have been we've been cruising through our time this evening. Um, but this has been fun. I yeah. I feel like we should do another session like this on writing or on another thing that we do or game design or something sure yeah um i maybe we'll do another challenge in a a couple months that's a great idea that's a great idea i um did i tell you that i came up with the outline for a second order four did i tell you this that's exciting yeah i'll tell you what that's what we should do is outlining oh oh crash course let's try outlining sure. that's I great like idea. that's something that i would like to do i'd like to be better at and i like kind of i like know how to do it but i think it's there's something to talking it out that's helpful this is this has been helpful for me and i really have been enjoying this i <laughs> this very low stakes these are things we talk about in, in the podcast frequently low stakes collaborative with a deadline yeah. and it's working yeah and, and it makes it so it's really enjoyable where it's not like I have to worry about anybody judging me because I'm stressed about that. I am doing it with people that I love who feel like safe sure. for me <laughs> to yeah. uh, to say like, you know, I, I've, it's been really I, I wasn't sure if everybody's going to do it, especially our mom and our sister Kelsey are both super busy people. Uh, and people who would say like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. But also like might not because they just have a lot going on and both of them are, are doing it. I'm, I'm going to see them both pretty soon and I'm excited to talk more at length about it. I've had a br- few brief conversations um, and I, I've been really enjoying their experience. I feel like it's helped me um, be more introspective about my experience mm-hmm. hearing what they're going through, how, how they're approaching it and what their blocks have been or um, breakthroughs, things like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel like we should wrap up. Um, as a reminder to like, just be be aware that things are changing up a little bit on the on the podcast website. But like, Facebook is still the same. So be sure to like us and and uh, and and look out for uh, the Closet Nerd podcast coming up soon. It wouldn't surprise me if in the near future I'm going to repost a bunch of old episodes of Ready to Go Podcast um, just so that they're in circulation in a different way that I... You do this like the Taylor Swift style, you know, Taylor Swift's going through her yeah, entire... Yeah. And re-releasing 
yeah. remastering them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, that's coming full circle and remastering. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I will likely what you'll end up hearing is an intro of me saying, "Hey, everybody, yeah, you know, this is the Radio Podcast. Now we're going to listen to a uh, a classic episode. Here's episode eighty six. Yeah, and there may or may not be an ad. I think I might. We'll see if that happens. Um, and then, uh, but you'll be, we'll be getting reg- regular uh, other podcasts as well, new ones. So uh, look out for that. And thanks everybody for listening. I uh, really appreci- Until- appreciate you guys. Until next time. Until next time.